0: is the current political atmosphere less about left versus right and more about masculine versus feminine. We're going to delve into that subject and explore it. It all comes from a YouTube video from the Sandman YouTube channel in which he expresses that theory. We're going to give our thoughts on it. Then we're going to discuss what's going on right now currently where we have Charlemagne the God saying, "Where is Trump?" and How Joe Biden needs to get out of office and somebody get him out of there. We're going to explore the idea of how people didn't know Joe Biden wouldn't be as bad as a president as he is. That's also going to tie into something that we see a lot going on now where Donald Trump at his rallies is fixing his messaging or so it seems like we're going to delve into that and then in our final segment we're going to discuss another youtube video from the youtube channel moon titled you will never do anything remarkable let's get into it yo this is hanging with apes an audio apes podcast real talk real topics no limits audio apes music with no boundaries what's up everybody this is k cartoon this is rx phonics we are the audio apes and you are officially hanging with apes a weekly tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair and our take on it two guys from the south side of chicago there is explicit language at times so be advised going over to our website that's hangingwithapes.com you can sign up for our newsletter and if you want to listen to some really good rap and hip-hop go to any major music streaming platform type in audio apes And our catalog pops up. It truly is the best. It truly is the best. Like always, if you're listening to us on Apple or Spotify, give us a five-star review. It helps us out a lot. If you want to help us stay independent, go to our website, donate an amount of your choosing. And if you know somebody that would be interested in our content, please share it with them. We're on all podcast platforms. So uh interesting show today lots to cover um last week's show was long I don't think this week i don't think this week's show is gonna be as long but um we definitely have to uh it's it's gonna it's gonna be a little longer probably than it normally is but I don't think it's gonna be as long as it was last week last week was well almost two hours yeah <laughs> basically but it was good we we covered a lot um, obviously we don't going into the show we don't always know how long these episodes are gonna be but uh, you'll know like when you you know download the episode or stream it or whatever you could see the length of it but let us know. Let us know if you guys like the longer episodes. We've been doing shorter episodes for a while now. Yeah. Um. It's it had been a while since we did a, uh, a long episode like that.
1: Yeah. I mean, we averaged like about an hour. Maybe yeah, a bit but fast. that was that was double that a double was, a that double. was almost double. That yeah. really was a double episode. Yeah. <laughs> about was, it was packed. Because even uh, like when I was rendering it, that shit took forever. I was like, what is going? Oh yeah, it's two hours. <laughs>
0: Um. So in pre-production, you were saying we were ju- we were talking about some stuff we've been we've been doing, uh, cleaning and and taking care of stuff. And uh you said the other day you were writing. Are you do you uh, do you feel close to anything or as far as what? Well, I, I you. I'm. I'm I oh. assume you were writing music, right? The, oh and, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Um. I feel good about like the sounds that I've that I've uh, found and like have kind of been messing with, but um, it's like now it's like in the in the and and then I've written songs like sporadically, so I was like, damn, what route? And then it gets to the point where like you're like, man, I want to take this route, and then you start like messing with this like. Uh, with I guess like the the atmosphere of wh- where you want to take it, but then you're like, man, what if what if I had this atmosphere and then between I change it yeah. and it's like a different types of subject matter. So like right now it's like I've been all over the place, but I feel like at least I've found like good production and like I know you know because yeah. we've like went shopping for for beats with different producers. It's hard. To find something original like real original yeah like a lot of stuff sounds the same and i don't want to sound the same as other people i want to sound like like me or if it sounds like like someone or like the some something that someone would get on it's like it's more like i guess like a risky approach or like a different sound type of approach yeah because like there was that one song, like that sounded like really like Jesus. Like people didn't like Jesus, mm-hmm. and so like I feel like um, a lot of good artists in all types of uh, arts, not just music. Um, it's like the, it's always the polarizing ones that kind of get remembered the most because it's like either you hate it or you love it. Yeah, and I feel like okay, well that's that's cool. I don't want to. I want to do music like let's say like Drake, you know. Not to say that he makes bad music, but it's not music that, like, I would make.
0: I, yeah. I mean, I, I don't like his music. Um, yeah. It's very commercial. It's very
1: cookie-cutter to me.
0: Yeah. And yeah. to me, it's like, okay, I get it. There's uh, nothing risky about it. You're not taking any chances. Yeah. And I feel like you and I, when we were exploring, like, the... You know who also makes trash music, and, I th- like, I just don't get, like, the hype around him is uh, Bad Bunny.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's like a tone. Like, I don't feel like, especially his, his, his style. Like it's like, it's good for the clubs. He's basically like a, like a Latino version of Drake. So you're going to get what you're going to get. You're going to get a hit. It sounds good in the clubs. It's catchy. and that's it. And so to me, it's like, that's fine. But that's not like, to me, you exploring like the artistry of it. Yeah. Um, I mean, me, me knowing a bit about his music, it's like it, 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 it tends to be the same. He tried to do that with like, uh, I don't know if it was his last album or the, the one before it, but it's like, I don't know. It, it doesn't. Who are you talk? The sound bad bunny. Uh-huh. Yeah, like I don't feel like his his. uh I feel like a lot of those artists, especially reggaeton, it 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 like focuses a lot on like, the sec- the like the sexuality of shit like relationships girl guy and that's it that's like their one-stop world yeah and there's this guy uh oh this 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 guy who does like reggaeton and stuff like that his name is and he's actually like lyrical Mm -hmm. and he makes good music but like you know no one really talks about him like that or no one talked throughout his career yeah like how they talk about, like, the guys that are big now. And to me, that's where the problem lies. It's like, well, this guy, like, he'll make some, like, musically sound shit or some lyrical shit, but then Bad Money gets the glory. And if you notice, like, Kanye is Kanye, and he's great, and and he's culturally relevant, but Kanye doesn't sell like Drake does. And what does that tell you about where people's minds are at? And so to me, it's like, you know, uh, um... If you pick up a a Kanye West album and listen to it, and I, I mean, and I remember even us being young in college or like when 808s came out, you were like, "Ah, oh, it's not my cup of tea," but man, the production is amazing. The shit he do with his voice with this auto tune, like we weren't fans of auto tune, but it's like when it's so good and when it's like like an artist really trying to to, to do mold something, something it, yeah. you can't. It's like kind of undeniable. Yeah. And so that to me is the mark of like somebody who really enjoys making music, not just like oh it's a hit, let's make a hit. Like yeah. no, put what you be- like your beliefs in it. But sometimes when you put what you believe, it- it's like it- not everyone's gonna like it.
0: Yeah. And
1: so so to me, it's like I'm kind of keeping that, and I'm not really worried about like making anything that's cat like not necessarily not catchy, but like like a cookie cutter type yeah. of song. So yeah, man.
0: Yeah, it's uh I, I ask because I feel like um like lately I've been um uh kind of uh I, I've been listening to like old stuff and it really it all sparked because the other day I, I'm sure you saw in the in the group thread, Danielle asked for our like very first mixtape. Like oh, to, to put yeah. it in in the Google Drive, yep. and I was like, I was like, oh yeah, like I I got it on my PC. Let me like I'll throw it in there or whatever. So this is now for like people that don't know, this is a little bit of like personal like back history for like us rapping. Our original rap name like, as a group was Section Eight. It wasn't it wasn't Audio Apes, and. I remember um, we, you know, we, we, we wrapped and it was they're comprised of different group members and it, it pretty much essentially started in high school. And so I remember that after that, like it evolved and it, it started to become a thing. And so I was the other day when I was, I was doing that and, and, and handling all of that stuff, putting in, in the, in the Google drive I was like listening to like a lot of stuff and I sort of went on like a, like a musical journey, if you will, of, of like our different material and stuff. And I was like, you know, I, I noticed that I like to ask questions. Well, like, like for instance, like, like on this show, I ask a lot of questions. Like I like, I, 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 I enjoy like an interview style and since you know you're you're like working on styles oh well it'd be a good opportunity to ask some stuff um and also it makes me think of like things that like i would like to be asked or whatever so because like it's pretty much like it's all but like final that like like i'm not gonna make any more music like i was thinking of getting uh Vince, cause he asks a lot of questions. So like, I'm thinking of on the show doing something where it's like an interview where like he kind of like does conducts an interview with me about like my my journey of of music. Cause yeah. I was sort of living it the other day, like in in like as I'm like putting listening to the stuff. I'm like, damn! Like I remember doing this and like how I felt, and then it's so crazy because like in the first section eight mixtape. You get like a certain sound, and then, but even like the voices like are young, and I know you weren't on there, yeah. but 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 then, but then, <laughs> but then on the next one, like we even sound older. Yeah. But it's crazy because it, it literally went from section eight really being I would say like it was like like neil's group really like if 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 i'm being completely honest because like i felt on that album or on that mixtape rather like i felt like a rookie like i felt and and i sound very rookie ish like there was a lot of potency and like the subject matter of the things i talk about stood out versus yeah. like everybody else because everybody was like it was around the time where like G unit and 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 dipset were real prevalent. Yeah, and so like d- there was like a heavy G unit dipset influence on it. Yeah. but I've never been the type to really like go off of like what's current. I kind of like to like maybe I'll take aspects of it, yeah. but I kind of like to do my own thing and be original. Yeah, so on there I do sound very original and I sound different, but like it's not. It, it's it's not fine-tuned it's yeah, just like yeah, yeah. it's like oh okay well it's, it's like that it's very raw very mm-hmm. raw and it's an interesting approach but then between past due which was that first mixtape and then section Eight: voices of insanity which is the one with with so, where you started yeah. rapping and stuff it's so crazy like not only the development in like my rapping but also the hook writing the selection of the beats and also it, it somewhere between that point of section eight being me, Darius, which is streets, uh uh Neil, which was a and then uh and then Donnell at the time, he was Ace Diablo, which before that let me let me just jump back in time. before that it was the section eight was actually six people. It no. was all those four. Plus our friends, Jordan and Alvin, like they were, they were in it, but like they never put anything on wax ever. It was, so it was, it was kind of like six of us battle rapping and like, like doing shit like that in school. And then by the time that it was time to like start recording shit and like dedicating to writing songs, it was only four, it was only four. And then it dropped, It, it literally went because, because Darius and Neil went off to college and it was just me and and Donnell. And, and for a moment, it was literally just me and Donnell. And me and Donnell had a whole written mixtape called uh, uh, Shades of Black that was never it was never released. Oh shit. But yeah. but it was oh, yeah. but but it was just me and him. It yeah. was just like yeah. and, and I'm I'm telling you, I went through this journey the other day, like as I'm as I'm you know, as as I'm doing everything, because I was like, oh like it was it was a wild journey. So I would I would kind of like uh, uh and I'm going to reach out to him like Vince to kind of uh uh I guess document all of this with an interview with me like yeah. as I as I fucking take my take my bow but uh but uh it was, it was crazy cuz
1: I'm going to need a feature before that retirement <laughs> <laughs> and
0: and, um, and uh and so um was going to say, so yeah, so it was me and Donnell, but it was never done because in that time frame I was like, fuck. Like I want this to keep going and I wanna grow it. So I be pretty much like got in recruitment mode and then it's like then you yeah. then you came then it was then section eight was it I guess technically Darius and Neil were never out of Section Eight, yeah. But it was like one of those things because I still shot them out in some of some of the la- later tracks to come out. They but took they,
1: the Tony Ayo route,
0: <laughs> but they never they never like recorded with us ever again. Yeah. So technically, it was it, it was five people. It was me, you, Donnell, Darius, and Neil. But then, but they never recorded anything. So in reality, it was only three. It yeah. was me, you, and Donnell, which were like were the were the audio waves yeah and then um and then later on we recruited uh ernie and 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 and, ralphie and speed so it really went from like in that time frame it went from neil's group to my group it was like it and, and but and you could tell like my group was like so much better than Neil's group. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> like, like it was like it was like day and night. Like yeah. we literally like the 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 section eight pass do had fifteen songs on it. Voices yeah. of Insanity had thirty yeah. songs on it. it was basically, a double. Disc. Yeah, and it then was. and then it was like everything was 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 peaking, peaking, peaking. Everything was good, and then I remember. Uh, we we had it was a double disc mixtape. Yeah. And then I remember the two <laughs> things that like really kind of like demoralized me were when um uh like we had such a hard time selling that mixtape, like nobody oh, was buying yeah. it. Yep. And then and then um I remember like going to places and like it was so hard for people. I, yeah. I think we were selling it for like two dollars or three dollars yeah. and like people wouldn't even like up the 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 three dollars i was Give like damn bread and i remember like i had bought i had bought like all these cd cases we had printed out the covers yep. the, the the track list all that shit. and i was like damn man like and it was just it didn't it didn't like boxes I Put in the bo- work yeah boxes of those plastic cd covers i mean like that's old school shit now but it was like damn that and then we had performed at a club up north and yeah. and we did, we, we performed uh, Crack a Bottle. Yeah. And like, it just, it didn't... It, the, did,
1: it didn't go over. Yeah,
0: no. you know, and, and so I was just like, oh shit, it, it just didn't work. And I, obviously we were doing instrumentals, we weren't doing original beats or whatever the case, but then, um, yeah, it was just, and so I was like, yeah, I'm done with rap, like it, yeah. it is what it is. And then later on, I remember I came to you and I brought it to you and Donnell's attention. We were at his apartment one night and I was like, well, what do you guys think of this? Like we start over, we start over and we do everything like from the ground up, but like legal, like everything. And then, and then like audio apes is like what it is, what it is now. And, and it's just crazy because now, now there's a, a, like a podcast that came from that and it's like it's <laughs> so a, weird, a whole evolution but but it's it's crazy and so and I, the
1: journey of like being in this like it, it's like a crazy ass experience
0: yeah a hundred percent being in the studio that's why, and that's why i was asking you about your process yeah. because i i get like i know what it's like and so it's like for instance i i, I would kind of enjoy actually doing an interview with eric and like seeing like yeah. what his process has been like you know, you know, because it's uh, I I I know what it's like.
1: You know what's badass uh, is like listening to something and then writing something and then being like, "Damn, I want to show Twiz and I want to show DC," but then you're like, "Fuck, no, I want to surprise them." Yeah. Like, cause then it becomes more like like special when you're like, "Oh, here, it's done." Yeah. So it's like that has been kind of like, "Damn, I gotta wait. I gotta do this track, do that track." but um but yeah that, that's that's it's it's fun it's just one thing i do miss is when we did the audio wave stuff we actually had in-house producers so well not really in-house but like within the realm of like they worked with us on stuff right or they were like, oh yeah so it felt more like straight from the cutting board and like like from in my experience with this stuff it's more like well it's like producers from not in the state or maybe not even in the country and then online talking. And it's like, it's, yeah. it's a little different and it's not as easy, but
0: that's how things are. Cause I remember even when we finally did the, the final version of uh find my place, it was a guy from another country. Yeah. Yeah. Which, yeah, he did a great job, but yeah. it was a very different experience, a very different process.
1: Yeah. So that would be the only thing that that's a, you know, a little different, but, But it's cool because it's like, well, it feels like you're kind of hunting, like, the sound. And then when you hear something, you're like, man, I like this. And then you start listening to that producer particularly. And like, man, I like his work. Yeah. So you start following him. And you're like, man, I I like this guy. So you have a list of people. And, like, dude might be from, like, fucking Sweden. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, damn, this Swedish motherfucker knows how to make beats. And it's like, well, that's badass. But... Um, that's the one thing I do miss is like kind of having the the whole like in your face, the yeah. producers there. Like for your song, um Ah uh I was gonna say Till It Hurts, um Your single
0: with Let's the, Go, Let's Ride. Let's go,
1: let's ride. Like you guys are recording it, and I was like, man, it's missing something. And Holden gets on the piano. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's like so. Organic, yeah. like you can't beat that. Yeah. So th- that's where you're like, fuck. That's the one thing I do miss.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's crazy, and and it's crazy because like, there's a lot, there's a lot of people that that I have encountered that felt like that particular record was like one, uh, one of our better records. Uh, and I I liked it. Like I enjoyed I enjoyed the 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 process of it. Um, that's why I was asking you guys the other day, yeah. like out of the duo tracks, like which, which ones did you guys think were, were best? So I, cause well, you and Donnell have only had one duo track, um, yeah. uh, which was, uh, make it clap, which it wasn't like the most original song.
1: No. Um, I had a hard time writing that cause it wasn't, it's not my
0: type of beat, but I always feel like, well, explore like try yeah, it. i would say out of everything on on the 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 concrete jungle uh ep i would say that that is definitely the most out of place record
1: yeah yeah and and we did a good job of placing it with other Reggae influence songs in the in the vicinity. Yeah, where it went well because I think it yeah, went like with it still some works, love. but yeah.
0: it's out of everything. It's like the most out of place yeah, one
1: for sure. Um, damn, i the most fun to me was basic for sure. Yeah. But, I think uh, I-, I had fun with someone love, but demons in my head. That shit was mixed so great. And then Rat Bullies to me is that shit's lyrical as fuck. Yeah, like to me Rat Bullies is the scariest one because that shit was like man. Rap,
0: like to me, I actually liked like I th- I think Rat Bullies. Yeah. And Anaconda like uh, like like me and Dinah like lyrically it's like next level. It yeah. really is
1: Anaconda. Like, that shit was. I'm glad I said no to that song after I heard it. Because <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I, uh, I was, I'll i sit this one out and then when I heard it, I was like, yeah, that was good. That was good. I could have kept up. <laughs> Thank yeah, God like, I wasn't on we, that
0: track. Yeah, we really like, we we did our thing on that. and But uh, yeah, it's crazy. And
1: that shit was like getting so many uh, views and then they got, remember, it got yeah, struck the, down. The,
0: yeah, the copyright strike. That
1: shit was getting like, like it was in like the thousands, like, yeah. like like overnight, and then it got a copyright strike. And I was like, man,
0: yeah, fuck. people were fucking with it. Yeah, it was good shit. It was, it, it was. But yeah, so <laughs> uh, needless to say, like I went on a whole little journey when late, you know, lately, and, and it's been fun. It's been fun, and you know, I'll probably take that journey again in my headphones one of these days. But it's just. It's just uh, interesting. But that's why I asked about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, getting into the the meat and potatoes of the episode. It's good to kind of let the listeners uh, give a little insight into like what we got going on personally. Yeah. Stuff. Mm. But getting into the, the meat and potatoes of the episode. Um, I sent you a video earlier. Sandman. Uh he says that he, he expresses a theory that right now the political battles are less about left and right and more about masculine versus feminine. Hearing that, analyzing what's going on around the world, analyzing what's going on here domestically, do you think there's some truth to that?
1: I do. I do think there's uh there's a lot of truth because we've talked about how society has in a way become a lot more feminized a lot more accepting of of of, of things and I and I think that like femininity is a beautiful thing being put in the right place and mas- and masculinity is a, is a great thing when it's used in the right time and place as well. And so I feel where we are now in Western society, it's like we, we try and accept things under the guise of like, oh, well, we have to understand, but like without looking at it from the reality of like, this is not good for our future. And we can't just keep accepting things because we feel bad for people. Yeah, you know it's cool to empathize again it's it's nice to empathize and it's good to, to like you know be weary and be a humble person but it's also another where you're bending your back backwards so what so other people who don't don't make any sense or don't put the work in or don't or don't uh, do better for themselves are gonna keep doing that and breaking your fucking back, and so like if we look at if we look at stuff from like the, the arguments that they have when it comes to the LGBTQ, the trans community. When we look at the arguments that they have when it comes to immigration. When we look at the arguments we have when it comes to wealth redistribution. When it comes to the argument we have, even when it comes to like uh, the rich versus the poor, it's always under the guise of well, the the, the little guy. Oh, the little guy. Oh, the poor guy. We need to help them. No, they need to help themselves. Now, I understand there's a lot that's loaded in, in, in that conversation depending on the subject matter. But, like, at the end of the day, we all are on the same chess board. So you get to choose wh- what chess piece you're going to be and how you're going to play the game. And you have nobody but yourself to blame if you don't try, you know, your best to be the best piece in that chessboard. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is like p- perfect example um, where we come from, what we've seen, what we've w- been exposed to. Um, we still were able to navigate that by asking the right questions. You know, no one held a gun to our head and said, "Yo, oh, you're gonna fail." No, we're like, no, I don't want to fail. I want to learn you learn, you know, along the way you do make mistakes. and but but if if you're constantly learning and cons- constantly wanting to grow, you can better yourself. And I think that we're stuck in this like uh loop of like let's help everyone else but not help ourselves. And and so to me that's that's a soft take on how the real world uh, the real world works. The world is does not wait for you time does not wait for you and 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 nature is mer- like there's no mercy when it comes to nature and we have to understand that like I'm not saying that to be like a a person again that that's not empathetic or but like you're out in the you're out in the wilderness you're going to get ate up if you ain't tough that's that's how the world works um if you have ideas and they get ate up because you have no leg to stand on, that's the real world that's that's nature taking course. And so a lot of the uh, stuff that we talk about on this episode uh, on this show, <clears throat> we always come from the perspective of first of all logic and reason. yeah and sometimes people don't want to hear that
0: which but, is a, is which is a very masculine yeah. approach, logic and reason because adequately the the video is named, uh, men going their own way from the Democratic Party. Yeah. And he goes into the stats and statistics about how... And we've talked about this before on the show, how pretty much in the last presidential election, Trump grew with pretty much almost every demographic except for black women. Yeah. So... If you do see that more women are voting for the left, more men are voting for the right, it begs to question, what about each individual side appeals to those individual sexes? And if the left is majority women, is there something feminine about what the left is selling. Yeah. And by default, does that make the men that are on the left more feminine than the men on the right? Yeah. And an example that I gave you earlier when we were talking about it in pre-production is the whole mask wearing thing. I noticed like, you know, wear your mask, don't wear your mask, whatever. I don't care. Like the other day I was, uh, I was uh, getting some tacos And uh, the place we were in, uh, it was, uh, uh, you know, a bunch of people in there, majority had a mask on. There was one guy that didn't have a mask on, and he was talking to a guy. He was having a conversation with a guy that did have a mask on. And you should see, like, the people around, they were looking at this guy, like, if he was, like, committing murder, they were, like, so scared because he didn't have a mask. Yeah. And... And uh, one guy kind of nudged me. He's like, "Man, that guy doesn't have a mask on." I'm like, "Yeah, I don't care." It's like, if 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 you if you feel so safe about with your mask, what do you care that he doesn't have his mask on for? And like, I guess the the guy thought that I was gonna side with him, but I didn't. Like, yeah, I only had it on because the store said that you need to have a mask on. So I was just like, kind of respecting yeah. them. Whatever. But I don't really care if the guy has a mask on or not. But the point that I'm making is like there's something about the people that are so adamant, well, the men that are so adamant about people wearing their masks that comes off a little bit feminine to me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, because you're complying to something without
0: like the. Without really going through the due diligence or the logic and reason, the process yeah. of logic and reason to adequately conclude, like, why you're wearing, you're just, you're yeah. just listening.
1: Because, I mean, if they worked, why are the numbers so high? Right? Or, you know, it, it's like the equivalent of, like, you go into the store and they slap your hands and they're like, well, Oh, and then everyone just starts accepting you're gonna get a slap in the hand and yeah. no one's gonna stop and be like well, well first of all don't touch me second of all why are you slapped like you know exactly I, I don't know to me it's like well comply and understand why you comply that makes sense like you said you went you complied with a private company's policy
0: right cause I wanted those tacos yeah. that as soon as makes they sense. gave me, as soon yeah. as they gave me my bag, I started taking off the masks. Yeah. Cause I, I got what I needed. <laughs> like, you like,
1: took off a like, fuck
0: you. Yeah, like, like, cause I, yeah. I don't, I don't care about that shit. I don't think it makes any difference whatsoever. Yeah. But you know, it, you, you, you want to make the money? I want these tacos. To even if, trade if, off? Yeah. No. All right. I'll, I'll put this, this cloth mask on for a few minutes. Yeah. You know, it, it doesn't work. And, and, but the more you look into it and the more you notice, it's like, it does seem like there is legitimacy to this theory because even people now that are like, that maybe were on the fence with the last election, the ones that I see, like, Looking at the situation, the, the 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 foreign situation, the ones that I see looking at the inflation situation, the ones that I see that see the fallacies with the whole idea of build back better, even though that that's that doesn't seem like it's it's gonna pass. But yeah. the ones that like notice it, it seems to be it seems to be men rather than women. Yeah.
1: Yeah, to me that, that's uh, that's the problem society has right now. We're we're accepting of we're accepting of so much without questioning. Oh, that's just a new tax. But why are they taxing? Or oh well that's just a new the new uh, well, oh well that's just a jab. I, they said take the jab. There's no questioning and then when there is questioning it's censored. And then there's no questioning on the censorship of stuff, and so there's no there's no uprising. There's no hey, what the hell. It's just again accepting of the status quo. And like we were talking in pre-production, when you were in school, that was that was kind of the cool stuff about the cool thing about school is you had this rebellious nature. Teacher said don't do it, you do it. Or teacher fucking gave you some sass you were thinking in your mind oh well, this person doesn't even have it together telling me to fucking have it together I, I don't know it's, it's, it's an observant like rebellious healthy rebellious nature that I think that, that particularly young boys have yeah. that you don't see from a, from a young lady which is fine I'm not saying you know either or is bad but what I'm saying is you see the distinct difference in the youth yeah from a little boy to the teens and and so you see why a lot of great shit was built because motherfuckers just dared to do it yeah it's the daring nature it's the oh man I might fail fuck it do it oh the skyscraper uh, gotta be built I'm gonna climb this fucking I'm gonna be up top because motherfuckers got to make money, so I'm going to be up here. I know it's dangerous, but I got to feed the family. Like, it's kind of a wild-ass concept, but that's what makes men badass. Right. And so, now, shit, I mean, look at, there's no truck, there's no trucker coalition or convoy in America. That's just happening in Canada. When Canada is tougher than you, What does that say? Yeah, and so, um, yeah, I could definitely see why the Republican Party is doing better with men, and why it will keep doing better with men, because we think about it. How many before we were even born? Sixties, probably less, probably further from there. Men have always kind of gotten the shit under the stick when it comes to like people caring about men. It's like you're a man. Oh, what well, you? He'll he'll handle it. Oh, he'll handle it. Oh, yeah, he'll be fine. Oh, yeah. And but so it's
0: like the the Chris Rock joke. Yeah. Only what is it? What do you say? Only women, kids, and dogs are loved unconditionally. <laughs> men are loved based off of like the condition of what they can provide and do. Yeah. For people or society. Yeah.
1: And, and you know what? Is it the shit on the stick? I said it's the shit end of the stick. Maybe it's the realistic end of the stick. Maybe it's like, well, if you weren't expected to just, like, figure it out, you'd be soft as fuck. And then now you start seeing young men yeah. soft as fuck because they're not expected to figure it out because they're spoon-fed everything. Because everything is uh, instant gratification because video games, because porn, because... And it's like you see a society that's like, oh, just accept them or just accept this. Yeah. Without, without really like the due diligence of actually questioning and, and uh, shit, the rise in feminism. I mean, in New York, like we, we, we've talked about this, like in New York, they have ridiculous laws for the, like man spreading. Like we're in a society where that's a problem.
0: And and it's funny you brought up New York because I see this I saw this video the other day of did you heard about the the young cop that got killed in New York recently yeah sad I'm situation sure. um how irresponsible and unaccountable is this that I'm about to tell you this actress i don't know like like what if she's like on broadway or, or or what theatrical production she's part of but she got fired um because she put out a video upset that she couldn't pass when they were doing like the the funeral or the memorial for that cop yeah she couldn't pass and then she was like i've never seen the streets blocked off the way they are I can't get through I can't get where I need to get and all this for a cop that that uh uh died because he was probably doing his job wrong and and I guess like the production fired her they're like yeah like you crazy bitch like like you're fired or whatever yeah but the level of like irresponsibility and lack of accountability it's it takes to even say something like that like yeah first off you don't even know like maybe he was doing the job wrong we don't you don't know but in this statement you're not giving any evidence or or providing anything to substantiate your claim that he was probably doing the job wrong so right there that lacks all sorts of accountability in your statement yeah and that same lack of accountability, maybe not about that same subject, but the same degree of lack of accountability runs rampant throughout the left wing. Like right now you see this huge movement of people on the left trying to mount and get rid of Joe Rogan's podcast. They want to de-platform him. Yeah. And all they keep saying is for spreading misinformation yet all he's doing is having guests on his show and asking them questions. Yeah. So if anybody is spreading misinformation, which I don't I have not seen out of all the people that he's interviewed, I haven't seen any of them that are spreading misinformation. I've seen them spreading information that's counter intuitive to the 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 popular narrative right now but that yeah. doesn't mean it's misinformation
1: yeah yeah
0: but if anybody is spreading the misinformation it would be the guests not yeah. him that's just asking questions but i don't even think nor am i saying that they're spreading a misinformation i'm just saying that there's just so much lack of accountability in what people are saying as they're trying to mount to the platform somebody that they're acting stupid. Like yeah. for instance, this, uh, this, the, you heard uh, this controversy with this singer. I don't even know who he is. I don't listen to his music. Neil Young. Yeah, yeah. and he's like, oh well, I don't want to be on the same platform as Joe Rogan. So this motherfucker essentially canceled himself. Yeah. So you're not in it. You don't want to get that bread. Yeah. Because because like you're on the same platform like. That that's like some super feminine shit.
1: Yeah, yeah. Not to mention, like, what is it? What business is it of yours? Another man. If you don't like it, don't talk about it. Don't don't worry about it. But like, that's just dumb. To I don't like, want to be on the
0: same platform as him.
1: Yeah. Nah, like,
0: I don't. Which I don't how? Like and you, then you. and then Apple cucked Uh, Tim Cook. He was like. Uh, he was like Oh well we love Neil Young Over at Apple Like Cause you know And <laughs> This uh, Yeah Like Whack the- ass shit
1: Yeah And to me it's like Alright cool Um You took your music off That's fine If you don't believe If you don't If, if it hurts you that much Take your music off That's it Like I don't Apple What the fuck does Apple Have to do with Why, why do you have to Get in on some Like that goofy to me and it's like it hurts it hurts you that much that someone disagrees with you you know cause like in life you work with a co-worker that you might not get along with might not see eye to eye or a supervisor you make do with what to do you're not gonna quit your job you know or
0: find another
1: job but like you're not it's gonna that's the great resignation oh yeah right
0: but now you'll but, just quit but that's what I'm saying it, yeah. that's that's where we're at it's like I'm. I. Nobody's okay with the challenge. Nobody's okay with the whole baptism by fire. Nobody. Nobody's okay with being open and minded enough to see that maybe there's another way past like what you're feeling in this immediate moment. Yeah. It's just all very like so
1: instant gratification.
0: Yeah, and like impulsive,
1: yeah, impulsive, but also like, like, um, I feel like when you have like a goal, it's not, it doesn't even have to be like a specific purpose, but a goal is kind of like gives you purpose, right? All those long hours and all the like work that you put and all the like the sacrifice, it almost becomes like real, like, it's a beautiful thing, yeah, you know, it's, I don't know, to me. It's like it's worth the pain and the sacrifice. You, you partly enjoy it. Yeah. You're like, man, okay, cool. Cause like you have a goal. Yeah. Y- your mind is set. So, all right, whatever. Like, and this is for anything. Like, you want to hit a fitness goal? That's going to take a lot of pain, a lot of time. But like when you hit that fitness goal, that feels good. You want to hit a financial goal? Yeah, it's going to take a lot of time, sacrifice, and hours. You, you pick up overtime shifts get right with the lord not but like get right with like the finances like so you can have the capital that shit feels amazing because like you have a clear goal but imagine you doing all of that like cuz you're just doing it you know I mean? so so to me n- now i found myself like cuz i i i like uh, the idea of video games <laughs> i will say now but like <laughs> i like the idea of video games, like I like the idea of like, oh, let me play Warzone. But then I feel like the the guilt greatly outweighs the result. I guess because it's like this well, yeah, the in result no way is sh- nothing. Yeah, this like I've only achieved sitting down for three hours for like trying to win a game that means absolutely nothing.
0: Yeah.
1: So I spent I I just spent three hours. Doing nothing. Yeah. Really.
0: And and, and like maybe in, in the mean in, in that three hours you were you were entertained or you had fun. But then you think about it, well, I also have fun and I'm entertained when like I read a book. Yeah and I could actually be learning something. So yeah, that's that's the thing. What is this show? Like this show,
1: you sent me a video. what, is, what are your thoughts? we're taking in information, we're absorbing it, we're forming our own thoughts, we're putting it on the show, we're editing the show, we're uploading the show, we're providing information to people who listen to the show, repeat, like it's all, every, every week it's a challenge, so it's fulfilling to me, because it's like, every week is a challenge, every week you you, you pick something up, you, you, you read something, you watch something, you're like, wow, that's an interesting take, I remember, uh, we, we, we we're talking about that uh the <laughs> West Home Caleb guy that oh, video yeah that shit was like wild like to me but like that was a great video yeah very interesting it was yeah the interest was like man that's wild like just like l- watching that and like having your thoughts on it yeah or or like uh spending an hour like trying to work on a song I don't know the, the artistic side of of me right
0: yeah that's like, that feels nice you take. What's going on in the world, something you want to express, something you want to discuss, and you turned it into, like, art, you turn it into music, yeah.
1: So so there's so many things and and so many avenues people could take. You look at, like, the amount of waste of time, you know, and the end result for what. And so, and no, I, I want to value, I want to have some sort of, I want to be prepared, you know. And everyone is going to have a goal of something like anything that you feel like, oh, I'm in this job, this dead, ass, dead end ass job that feels like shit and I'm miserable here. Well, what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? So, and so, so to quit. A great <laughs> resignation. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. But, but you know what I'm saying? Like, that's just such a, that's like, that's like financial suicide. It's like, oh, I'm going through some shit. I'm going to go hang myself. It's the same thing, but it's like, oh, I can't deal with the options I have. I'm not going to think about it. I'm not going to try and work out a five, ten-year plan. I'm just going to quit. I'm quitting.
0: It's like... Because Uncle Sam is doling out those Biden bucks.
1: Oh, we'll pay for this. We'll pay for that. I'll free college. I'll free this. I'll free that. Free this. Free that. Free, 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 free. You know, it's funny because Thomas Sowell that's what I love about economists is they look at the economy I was talking about how like a lower middle class no no a lower no 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 a person on welfare in America is upper middle class in Mexico Mm -hmm. think about that you know what I'm saying like think about that for a second like so you think you really have it hard please give me a break um and that's the thing. If you look at everything that's in front of us and around us, it just makes you think about you. Social media, the people, you and the people around you, your interests, only your interests, not the world outside. Yeah. So, so, and then what do the algorithms do? Oh, I Google this. Like, for example, um, the other day, I was looking at the Instagram because of because of the Spider Man movie. I had been looking at a lot of Spider Man stuff. So, what does Instagram do? I go to my like the to to like the stuff where it kind of gets the algorithm. It's all Spider Man and like combat sports stuff, which is what I was searching. So, what Instagram is or what what IG is telling me is like just just focus on this. Yeah, this is what you're into. This is who you are. So then Instagram starts making you um, get stuck on that. And it's crazy because YouTube is, in a way, kind of the same thing. But then my the YouTube is so different because the YouTube always pushes some great-ass shit my way. But only because
0: your interest. Yes. Because I don't know if you've ever, and I've said this before on the show, but if you've ever gone on YouTube, not signed in, and just like as a as a I guess like a guest or un or, or just browse YouTube not not signed in not your user your interest or anything like that it's horrendous
1: yeah basic shit ba- like basic like no nah, it's not good it's not good and then when you log in it's like oh wow finances oh wow like crypto breaking breaking that down stocks breaking that down real estate Breaking that down, culture. Breaking that down, philosophy. Uh, l- psychology. Breaking that down, like uh, l- I'm into like a lot of like the whole, uh, you know, like f- film theory and shit like that. Oh damn! Um, why Hans Land is one of the most interesting. Oh, let me watch that. Yeah. And it's like to me, that's interesting shit. Makes me think. Like damn. And when I, when you're thinking, you know, that's how you get ideas, or yeah. that's how you're like, wow, I'm I'm inspired that's good. But like you said, you log off, not so much. Very cookie cutter, very basic, very, oh, look. It's very, you notice they push a lot of the prank stuff.
0: Yeah. yeah. Like,
1: I noticed one guy that's real big is the, Chupapi Munano kids. <laughs> what, what the fuck? You never, no, I have no, he's a, yeah. I have no
0: idea. I'm sure
1: is. you've seen the videos. <laughs> but like, they'll push shit like that, which is, it's funny. It's, but it's does not challenging. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's it's just pranks like yeah. we recorded pranks. <laughs> That's yeah. the difference. So I, I'm not hating on the kid because the kid sure is creating was content. Those
0: pranks we did. Yeah. That uh the Satan the, the this church of recruiting people to the church of Lucifer. <laughs> and we never released it. Yeah.
1: Comes out this Monday. There's
0: there's uh quite a few things we have in the vault that weren't released. Yeah.
1: Okay, next week leak <laughs> it all.
0: Um, we're on to the next segment. Uh, Charlemagne the God. He hates Trump, <laughs> but the other day, he was on a podcast saying, "Where's Trump? Get Biden out of there. At least with Trump, you knew what you were getting. I mean." I remember I, I posted that clip and I had one question to go along with it. How could people not know that Joe Biden would be such an awful president? I don't know. Like I, I, it, It's like, is anything being done now that he didn't express that he was going to do? And like I said last week the bills that he hasn't been able to pass that he said he wanted to pass would have just exasperated and made the situation that much more worse. So, I mean, I guess the question is, do people need to be hit with the reality, the bad situation in order to see that people like us were right like why why can't you why do you have to go through that to 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 wow. learn
1: to see think of it this way do people do you think the average person does the due diligence of actually going into detail
0: with half of the policies no definitely not even now yeah they they don't and so like yeah I think a lot of them just listen in, listen to the talking points. Yeah. It's You're- like like how for instance they were comparing the this bullshit ass voting rights bill that they were trying to pass to like civil rights. Like more people of color can vote. What are you talking about? but there's people out there that will listen to those talking points and be like oh them republicans are racist they don't want people they don't want people of color to vote because the whole because who buys this narrative I don't fucking know but apparently nobody of color in this country has an ID <laughs>
1: yeah and that's elementary shit like like for you to be duped like for the people that actually believe that how stupid are you I'm 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 not trying to be disrespectful, but at some point you just realize, like, if you get duped when it comes to stuff like this, like you clearly, clearly are not equipped to vote. So maybe do we do we put an IQ limit on who could vote? Will that fix things better? You know, because like to me, I always I always look at things. I don't ever look at things on on a surface level cuz anybody says anything does it sound good okay does it is it feasible all right free college well that sounds good but how do you get free college how how would someone how would a bunch of people get free college like how does that happen because what will the institution have to do or
0: what, what, what is... Oh, are these motherfuckers going to work for free? Yeah. No. They're going to fucking jack up the prices because it's supposedly air quotations free, but it's not and it's going to be a burden on the taxpayers. Yeah.
1: Taxes, taxes, taxes. Also, it, it basically renders degrees useless if they're free because what... I mean, the job market—people uh, hiring. Well, they, it was free, <laughs> so we're gonna have to get someone with a doctorate now, because clearly a bachelor's, a free or a free uh, associates. So it's like you have to look at what what the big the big picture is. It's the same idea as the fight for fifteen. At this point, a fight for fifteen ain't even a fight no more, because you're getting fifteen on 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 inflation prices, so you're not even surviving with fifteen. Yeah, but the people that were for the fight for 15 are the reason why now you really do need that 15. Yeah. You really do need this job
0: way to fuck things up.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And and so, yeah, like a lot of people where it stops, where it starts is where it's popular, which is the debate stage. Everyone's uh, and, and and that's a Republican and a Democrat. They'll say what they're going to say. It's very surface level, and that's it. Where it stops is after the debate is done. That's where it stops. There's no looking into it. There's no rationalizing it. There's no reading articles. There's no watching debates. There's no um, looking information up. Looking, you know what I mean? Like there's none of that. There's no. Attention being uh, paid when it comes to, like, when you get your check, how much is going into taxes? There's no... um, Oh, yeah, none of that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 no, no. Black Lives Matter. Yeah, no, yeah, Black Lives Matter. Yeah, no, no, defund the police, defund the police. Okay, well, now they broke into your car. Who's coming? Oh, nobody. Okay, cool. Good luck with that. Oh, people are looting your store. No one's coming. No one's coming to help, you know? Um... Groceries look a lot lighter. Oh, well,
0: a lot lighter and a lot more expensive.
1: Yeah. So so. I didn't
0: think about this.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And so,
0: that's that's where you because identity politics is what was important, right? Mean tweets. That's what. That's what makes the difference.
1: Because what matters is that the next justice is a black female.
0: Speaking of Supreme that Court you want to hear you want to hear the most the most hypocrisy thing in the world like 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 this is this is gonna blow this is gonna blow your mind. this is the the just hypocrisy at its finest. so Joe Biden he comes out because uh, um, uh, Justice Stephen Beyer is is retiring joe biden is going to get a supreme court pick and he says all he knows is that it's going to be a black female i think it's time that the supreme court has a black female on it right that's what that's what joe biden says yeah but he's full of shit because joe biden in the past has had the opportunity. To vote for a black female, uh, it would have been it was it would have been an appointee from uh, George H. W. Bush. Uh, Janice Rogers Brown wow. was a nominee, yeah. a black a black nom- black female nominee, but conservative. And Joe Biden, vo- at, at the time when he was in Congress, voted against her. So you don't even give know a this. fuck yeah. about it being a black female you are a liar and a hypocrite and a lot of people don't know that but it was yeah. something worth mentioning yeah and there you go only if two, too. a 100% um, we've been talking more and more about Trump's messaging the political realm is heating up his messaging is getting better He's getting he's 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 hitting the right marks. He's getting a little bit more amped up, a little bit more aggressive. And he recently said something that I think a lot of people have been waiting to hear him dabble with. I know I was glad to hear him say it. What were your thoughts on when he toyed with the idea if he becomes president again pardoning the January 6th uh, uh, people that were convicted Off of What took place On January
1: 6th Yeah I think For sure I mean A lot of that stuff Is shrouded in, in mystery And a lot of the stuff Like They're treating these people Like
0: they were like The looters in the George Floyd Right To me Right there What you just said Is the justification If all these cities Yeah Are letting these people Go for way worse stuff Yeah No bond, no bail, nothing. Well, because a muffler like walked in a building? Yeah. Nah, nah, nah.
1: Yeah, and that's the thing. They painted like, oh, it was uh, people were there. The world was murdered. What are you talking about? Like, it's crazy the mental gymnastics one has to play to really rationalize that. Like, to really rationalize. Everything that happened that summer and January sixth, and like b- to be able to look someone straight in the face and talk like that to mm-hmm. me, and so, um, and they're trying to convict people that again were, were they in there? Yes, were they doing? But
0: they they they've charged people that like, kind of like saw the door open, yeah, inside and like left.
1: Like, That's what I'm saying. Like, eh, you you really are pushing this. You really want to make this a spectacle, and you really want to. What you want to do is you want to teach people a lesson like don't even fucking don't even think about any of that and so yeah that's good messaging i think uh he cleaned that up he cleaned the vaccine mandates up he, well, he uh, was
0: never for the mandate he was just yeah. pushing the jab a lot
1: yeah which i think that that type of messaging for the culture that we're in right now Is for the, like, yeah, Yeah. to me, you, you put that in the, for the vaccine mandates basket. Like, no, be very clear. Cause like this motherfucker, like we got to remember Biden said there was not going to be any mandates. So he clearly lied. Yeah. So we need like clear, concise, what is this? And he got clear and concise. And to me, that's very much
0: needed because He, he showed some solidarity with the truckers of Canada. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And so, so to me, it's like that, that is where you have to be, um, be clear, be concise where you stand. Um, partly I think that a lot of the stuff, him coming out, I think he looked relaxed. He looked kind of like he wasn't thinking about it, you know, at first, Mm -hmm. like thinking about it. Yes. But not like thinking like he was. Just chill, didn't really have a game plan. But I think now that he's getting into the whole 2022 midterms, this is the 2022 to 2024, yeah, now he's like honed up. Yeah. It kind of reminds me. Not 100%.
0: Where where he'll hone up 100% is when he sees – the where the mid the primaries go and then how the midterms result, then you'll know okay what the people want, you know. And exactly. And like now you drive that home for essentially two years. Yeah.
1: And what you have now is you're you're having polls tell you and the Yunkin victory and New Jersey, you're seeing where it's trending and you know kind of where. So he's hitting the mark on those things, but he's not overextending himself. Yeah. I think that's good. And, and once you see the midterms once you see the 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 blueprint and how the map looks then like you said that, that's when you could really like okay
0: this is what we need to do yeah that's crazy and then uh, moving on to the last segment of the episode video I sent the other day uh, from the YouTube channel called moon that yeah, does pretty good videos yeah Um He's done one. He's done a few on his thoughts on the metaverse. He's done one that you sent the other day about uh, TikTok, Um, and then the one that we're discussing today is one titled "You will never do anything remarkable." Um, You thought that that would be a pretty good subject for the for for the for a segment on the episode why did you think that would be
1: i think because we're living in a time where everything comes as easy mm-hmm. in western culture everything is remarkably easy and we forgot as a society as a as a as a species like back then your worth was oh i have horse hides and i have this and i have apples and oranges what do you have Okay, I can survive. I will trade with you. These are things that we kind of like look past. Mm -hmm. And so where we were led to believe is like and trained from a little kid now, it's like it's programming on being submissive in a way. Um, The teacher's always right. Your boss is always right. You go work. You're going to go to work for eight hours, 40-hour week, 80-hour paycheck.
0: Any authority figure is right. Don't question it. Don't challenge it. That's it.
1: And so when you start looking at, like, as you get older, wow, you could take this avenue. This avenue is not conventional, but it's a much better avenue. Huh. Uh, He talks about the difference between kids in, in lower middle class and upper class kids in school and how they're treated and how they're already equipped to win
0: yeah it's like the the trajectory of their life starting off is vastly different yeah
1: it truly is the matrix really if you think about it and so that video to me is kind of uh like getting getting like a big ass bucket of ice thrown on you (laughs) you kind of like wake the fuck up and so it's a video that i like it's it's a First well, of all, do you
0: feel like it woke you up? Because I feel like not we, for me.
1: Yeah, not for me. But I think us like we we're, we've been long on that shit. But I feel like for the for like the average person. Yeah, it's that that's exactly what that is. For me, I don't I didn't feel like that for me. It was like, wow, someone made a video this great. Yeah, it is a great video. Breaking down shit from childhood to grown up to, so to, to me, that's what was so amazing. Like he broke it; he really put a lot of work into breaking it down. Academia, society, social media, fulfillment, happiness. What? Where are you in this world? Where are we heading to? And and,
0: and, and essentially. This putting on display that the powers that be, if you will, are the ones that would be saying, you'll never do anything remarkable. Exactly. Uh, uh, Almost as if they want it that way. They want you to not do anything remarkable because... If you do remarkable things, that leads to freedom, that leads to unplugging from social media, that leads to unplugging from drugs, that leads to owning private property. I love how in that video he talks about how private property is a pathway to freedom. Yep. It very much is. We, you and I, I think we display that we very much believe in that. Yeah. Um. 100%, 100% it is. Like, the, I mean, honestly, I could talk for hours philosophically about the power of private property, not only from an investment standpoint of it being uh, a hard asset, but also like all the things that, that can be done with it. Um, it's great. It's great. And, and, you see so many people in our even in our generation that aren't able to obtain it or or, or don't work to obtain it or, or yeah. don't care enough to obtain it or every time they say they're en route to obtain it they go on and spend money or go on some vacation or or do some other shit and I think in this video this guy he's he's really bringing all of that to light and really Essentially, doing what we do week in and week out, saying, Hey, like, while you're not paying attention to this stuff, all of this is going on, and this is how it may affect you down the road. In yes. fact, this is how it will affect you down the road. And now you see it, it gets even deeper. Like, when you talk about, well, you know, the possibilities of, of people living in so much despair, where you know it's like oh well either if i'm going to be in the real world i'm going to be hopped up on some opioid hence we see like the 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 crazy numbers in fentanyl deaths and if i'm not going to be in the real world then like i need to be in like a metaverse where at least here like i could be doing something uh remarkable it's fake it's not real yeah. it's synthetic but at least it's you know it's 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 a better life than what's going on in the real world because it's like in the real world, yeah, you gotta pick up that shovel, you gotta pick up you gotta pick up that and start start digging that ditch.
1: Do you think that we're at a point where we could course reverse or no?
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I, I definitely I definitely think so. Um it's funny you asked that because yesterday as I was cleaning I've been doing a lot of cleaning lately and just kind of uh, organizing and stuff like that. And as I was cleaning, I was watching um, Mark Levin on Fox. And I don't know if that was a rerun or or a, a re-recorded uh, episode, but it was a pretty good episode. And there was this uh, author on there that was talking. Actually, it would be a good book as uh, the the name the name of the, he was pushing a book i think it's called the the coming fall of china um let me see i'm looking up the book right now yeah yeah the coming the coming collapse of china that's that's the name of the book um and what he talks about in the book is that for as as big and bad as china seems they uh, they have a lot of weaknesses in in the country that they don't show the world obviously but from within they have a lot of weaknesses yeah. and as i just pulled it up i noticed it's not reviewed very highly so i'm wondering like what like if it did a lot of leftist review it. like when i see that that always like gets the gears turning cuz i'm like okay Who's reviewing this? Like, what is it that they're yeah. saying about it? Why are they saying what they're saying? So I'm going to look it up. But anyway, um, I don't know if the book's any good, but th- the stuff that the author was saying was very good. And I liked what he was saying. He was saying how... Well, Mark Levin was saying, you know, the, the, the last century... It was the um, it was an American century. The century before that, it was a British century. This century, what he asked the author, "Who whose do you think it will be?" I guess thinking that maybe it could be China's. Whose could it be? And the author says, "No, I think it'll be a a a, 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 a second American century." Because again, he points out certain things in china that that aren't as strong or as sturdy as as many people in the world think they are and when he says that i start thinking about like the damage that china is doing to this country and also the damage that's happening from within but i do think that it can be course corrected because to be quite honest with you i think the first four years of trump we were on the verge of a course correction think about it wages were going up we were seeing economic growth but true economic growth not inflated economic growth like we were seeing like wages rise we actually we were most economists agree that we were living in a time of deflation yeah uh, which that means that the dollar was getting stronger. And I know this because I, I know of people that were actually taking the American dollar and doing big things with it in other countries because the dollar has has gotten stronger. Yeah. Or had gotten stronger. So you, you look at all of that, it's like that type of stuff, wages rising, home values rising, that leads to people being more prosperous people being more prosperous leads to them being happier and healthier yeah you have that stuff that is the catapult to greater happier times greater happier times leads to less people feeling like they need to be on drugs yeah leads to less uh um divorce or 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 less you know uh not feeling enthusiastic about uh, about life and stuff like that so yeah i i think i and like i said i think we were on the verge of that um and i think there's a lot of people that would rather have it where the average everyday person is not feeling that 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 the that good stuff yeah now it's funny because that's sort of the, the the discussion me and my dad have had before about Trump's philosophy. And I feel like Trump's philosophy was definitely one of if we're going to we can't really care about things going on. Foreign foreign affairs that probably do warrant our attention, Yeah, but we can't really care too much about that if people here don't even care about here. And they don't care about here because they're all fucked up. Yeah, yeah. So let's reintroduce some patriotism. Let's reinvigorate patriotism. Let's reinvigorate the enthusiasm for life and get to the point where people feel enthusiasm about defending their country. Back and, to the uh, basics. And, uh, exactly. And about defending our country from outside forces or things that can potentially be dangerous to us in the future. So, yeah, I, I do think that it could be course-corrected. In fact, who knows, But and, and I hope that this is the case, but Biden might actually be a, a great catalyst for things to get better not because of what he's doing but because people can might start to see like damn this is like if you got Charlemagne, the guy asking where's trump how many other people out there are looking at the situation and being like okay i was wrong i probably should have listened to other people i probably shouldn't have been so much in my emotions about mean tweets and everything because i have more money in my pocket Things were better. The shelves were full. Yeah. And like, I kind of like was able to pave out like a road in my head to lead to something better. So yeah, I do think that it's fixable. I think it's reversible. Will it happen? Only time will tell. But is the possibility, is the capability there? A hundred percent. Hell yeah. Well, that's our episode for this week. Thank you guys so much for listening. The show continues to grow because you guys keep listening. So keep on listening. Remember, if we talk about something that you know somebody would be interested in, please share the episode with them. We're on all podcast platforms. If you're listening to us on Apple or Spotify, give us a five-star review. It helps us out a lot. If you want to help us stay independent, go to our website, donate an amount of your choosing. We'll see you guys next week. We're out. Peace. Peace.